the best mistake that I have learned and made in business? It's a great question. Um, there's so many, (laughs) so many, like, I think it's all about, um, yeah, making mistakes and, and, and just like being willing to, because it's not that I make a mistake all the time, but I am always willing to improve. And I think from being an athlete, that was such a great mindset to go into this world with, that it's like, it, you know, I did a sport, like I did synchronized swimming and we're always striving for perfect, but like perfect, the, the, the goalpost is always moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so realizing that every time you're something might go wrong is likely to go wrong and you can just improve it has been such a helpful thing in the business that I do now. But I would say in general, like, I think the biggest mistake would probably be not valuing myself enough. If you're someone who has always wanted to get consistent clients in their online service-based business without the pressure to post on social media, I made this podcast specifically for you. I'm Leslie Stevens, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the Not an Influencer show, where we chat about other organic marketing strategies that you can use to bring clients into your business quickly and easily, and the tangible tips for you to move forward faster in your business and the stories of the entrepreneurs who are doing the same every single day. You do not have to be an influencer to be an impact maker and a successful online business owner. I have been looking forward to this conversation all week, maybe since I got her application, and I know you are going to love it. So Danielle, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yes. So I'm actually an Olympian. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I'm an empowerment coach. And beyond my Olympic career, when I retired four years ago, I moved into this wild, crazy, amazing world of the online space, really to get my message out there, to share my story, but also to share with other women around the world what is possible for them when they combine their mindset, their self-worth and their self-belief. But then you know, there's the, and I'm so excited to get into this today because there's like the, what I do, which I really believe that I'm amazing at, but then there's the fascinating part of the other side of it, which is like, okay, well, even if you're great at what you do, if you don't know how to build a business out of it, then no one's really going to hear you. So that's been such an amazing journey as well. Yeah. And that's so important to know because when I started in the entrepreneurial world, I thought I had all the credentials. I was very qualified to help people. I knew I could do it. But that's not what the whole story is. There's so much more to making sure that you get heard and getting clients and actually being able to help people. So it's that gap that Mm. we are going to help everybody fill today, at least one step further. So you have this like tenacity to you this natural tenacity that like you have to have it to be become an Olympian. Mm -hmm. How is that translated into building your own business? Such a great question. So, you know, one of the things that really gave me the courage to go after and build this online business was the fact that I had done something that I didn't even think that was possible. Like for a little bit of a backstory, my book is called The Unlikely Olympian. And I never expected myself to become an Olympian, but through my self-worth and my mindset and taking chances, I was able to basically create a reality wilder than my wildest dreams that I could have ever imagined. And so I had this like internal faith that, okay, it's like, I've done it in the Olympic world. Like I can do it in the online world. But one of the things that I didn't realize is, um, (laughs) like 
as an athlete, you do a lot of physical work, right? You know, I'm training and all that. And what we do on the mental side of being an entrepreneur is it, it is a lot of mental work. It's like, it's not how hard I, I can't work out more to create better results. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I really have to figure that out too. And also like figure out how to do it in a sustainable way. Because when I retired in 2019 from sport, I was so proud of my accomplishments, but I was also on the edge of burnout. And so I was mm -hmm. trying to figure out how can I build this business in a sustainable way that isn't going to burn me out? Because I think a lot of us, think that more is better. And of course you do have to put in the work, like no questions asked, you have to show up, you have to put in the work. But I think that there's also a balance of it, of doing it smart and doing it right so that you can actually create a business and a life that is sustainable for you as well. Yeah. When you first get started, you want to do all the things because you want to be successful. You want to get everything out there and get it rolling. But that is another quick path to burnout and you were already there. So was there anything unexpected that you kind of faced when you first started your business? I think the most fascinating part for me was trying to figure out a world that I didn't understand yet. And so it's literally like being dropped on another planet and you have to figure out the terminology, like kind of like who's the go-to, who's the leader, who's knows what they're talking about and who's blowing smoke up their butt. Like, and I had to figure out all of this stuff. I was like, what's a landing page? Like, how, what's an email list? Why do we need to build an email list? And like, what, what, how do we market to people and how do we speak to people? Because again, I was so good at what I knew, but I wasn't, I had no idea about the business side of it. And I actually got a degree in internet communications, which was basically useless because <laughs> it was talking about the theory of the internet, but I was never, you know, I was taught about writing blogs and like, mm -hmm. yeah, there might be a resurgence of blogs, but that's not how you build a business online anymore. Right. So I had to really figure out everything myself. And, um, and I think that that's, what's such a fascinating thing about the online world. Cause even if you do go to school for this, the best way that you can figure it out is just by doing it and like kind of diving straight in there and, um, learning as you go. And so that was one of the hardest things for me is trying to put all the pieces together and all the terminologies together and really trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I take what's in my mind and what I'm really good at and what I inspire people about and how do I sell something from that. Like mm -hmm. not just <laughs> putting it together, but like logistically, like how do people pay me? <laughs> you know, and I didn't really know any of this. Um, and I, I think I dove in a little bit naive, which is a good thing because maybe I wouldn't, if I was less naive, maybe I wouldn't have like taken the leap. I think it's sometimes good to be a little bit naive and just figure it out as you go. But that was, uh, some of the biggest challenges I found is like, figuring out this whole new planet of the online business world. But yeah, it is a whole entire different yeah. world and navigating it. It's kind of like alien. It's like, what did you just say? How do I do that? And making sense of that when you first get in, when you're just trying to kind of do what you do, you're like, I started this business to help people get this result. And now I am like immersed in this whole different world. And now I got to figure out how to make a website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or not make a website and like make a landing page or should I even like, and how, yeah. And then people, some people are like, make a website, don't make a website. And there's so much advice and like everyone is saying op opposing things and it's so confusing and trying to figure out your way and all of that. And it also gave me, I think that until you get in the online world, you don't actually appreciate 
how hard it is because I think mm -hmm. sometimes we see, you know, influencers or people that have built online businesses and it's like, oh, it's so easy. They just like sell stuff online and people buy from them. It's like, <laughs> if no one, if you haven't built trust with your audience, if that you don't have like a proven concept, like you could sell as much as you want, but people aren't going to necessarily buy, right? Like it isn't just about that. And, and it was really interesting too, because when I started my online business, I actually had, I moved to Bali and that was kind of like the beginning of it. So I um, lived in Perth, Australia for six and a half years. And when I re retired from sport, me and my fiance then moved to Bali to start our online business, to be around mm -hmm. other people that were doing that as well, because it's such a hub for, you know, digital nomads and online entrepreneurs. Um, and so that was really fascinating to see kind of all the different avenues of the world as well of the internet world. Cause you see like the influencers and then Forex trading and then cryptocurrency and then drop shipping. And, and then you realize that you like, if you're not in it, you're like, Oh, it's just people that have an online business, but there's so many different avenues of that. And it was also so fascinating to see because I saw people that had, you know, what we think about if you're not in this world as like status, like a hundred thousand mm -hmm. followers that were broke. And I saw people that had a thousand followers, 500 followers that were millionaires. And yeah. so it really started to unravel this belief system that like follower count equals money success. and revenue and success. And that was really, really fascinating to see as well. Yeah. So how did you kind of carve out your own path? How did you build your confidence to not get distracted by all the many different avenues that are out there. I think the one thing that I'm proud that I did, and I see too many people like this stop them, is I, I just took messy action. And I think so many people, when they're starting out in the online world, they're waiting for something to be perfect before they put it out there or they launch it. And that's something that I didn't do. Luckily, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get out there and sell. And then if I fail, I'm going to learn and move forward. And I really think that that is the best way because the mistake, and now I, I work with clients as well that are building their online businesses. And I think the mistake that I see people do is like, okay, I'm going to spend a year getting together my perfect website, my perfect branding, my perfect photo shoot, and my perfect offering. And you're getting ready to get ready to get ready to get ready. And then you never actually do anything. And you don't actually have any feedback to see if what you're doing works anyway and you might've spent all of this money and this time prepping. And so I think the good thing that I did is I just like dove straight in. So what that meant is I had my book and I wanted to create my book into a program, um, but I had no idea how to create an online program. It completely baffled me. So I reached out to a friend of mine that had done online programs and I was kind of asking her like where to start. Um, and she was sharing with me about doing like a beta program. So basically, you know, like the, the first round and there was all these, I was like looking at all these different like website platforms like Kartra and Thinkific and Kajabi. And like, that seems super overwhelming. And a gift that she said to me, she's like, just figure get a payment link and do it on a Facebook group. And so my very first program was literally a me. I created like a PDF of like what it was and reaching out to my follower group. I think I had maybe 2000 followers at the time. I reached out to like hundreds of people basically sharing that I was doing this thing. I was my first round of my program was like 400 Australian dollars. Um, and it was like eight weeks long and basically people would pay me and then they'd get into this Facebook group and I would do a live stream into the Facebook group. And that was like my very first round. And I was, when someone like, I remember I had a call with this lady who wanted to join um, and she, I was like offering payment plans and all this stuff. And she's like, oh, can I just pay you in full? And I was like, oh my, it was felt so exciting that she wanted to like pay me in full $400 for my very first program. 
Um, and she ended up having like an incredible result as well. And so that was kind of like the janky beginning. Like it wasn't beautiful. I didn't have a perfect email sequence. I didn't even have an email list, I think at that point, but I was just like, okay, I'm going to just do the thing. And I learned so much in that process, which I think more people need to do is like, I think I had eight, seven people sign up for that. And I gave like one spot for free. Um, and, but that was such an incredible learning process for me to then launch it again and make it even better and then do it on Kajabi and like improve every single time. And I think that's the one thing that I'm so proud of. Like I've done so many launches I've done. I, I have helped so many different people now, but because I was willing to do it messy at first and mm -hmm. in, and when I say messy, I don't mean like, I mean, messy and like the, production of it, not in the quality, because for me, it was like, okay, how can I deliver a phenomenal service? And that's always been my like forefront, but maybe it's going to be through a Facebook live stream video. And that's fine. Right. Because if I'm just really good at what I do, then people are going to feel that. And it doesn't matter necessarily how it comes through, but I think people focus on the wrong things. We focus yeah. on the fancy tech and the fancy website and the fancy branding when it's more about how can you just be phenomenal at what you do? And then the other pieces are going to come together more and more. I am so unbelievably happy that you said that <laughs> okay, and that you shared that story because honestly that is how everybody starts mm -hmm. the most successful people are the ones who start messy and it's like you said it's not the information that's messy because that is their expertise that is what they're good at you know you can create these transformations it's just actually getting it out there and running with it and learning okay how is this going to work the best technically mm -hmm. it's the behind the scenes kind of stuff that's messy but you're still getting these people these incredible results and when you're getting people results that's why you started a business in the first place you exactly. started it to work with people not to try and figure out all the tech and all like how to get payments like yes those are essentials but so I see so many people get so wrapped up in it, yeah. like you said, and it's like, okay, just go out there and start getting people results. Yeah. And those people are going to get you more clients and you're going to make your program better. And then over time, it's going to evolve, but it's mm -hmm. all out of that messy action because I guarantee you at like different stages of your business, no, no matter like how high or high, how successful you get, there are parts that are messy because people oh are pushing to yes. that next level. They're getting uncomfortable. They're doing new things to just help more people. And I think bringing back that human element of like, okay, why are we even doing this in the first place? Mm. That is so important. And that's why I'm so happy that you shared it. Like, just get it out there. If you know Facebook, go on Facebook. If you know LinkedIn, go on LinkedIn. I'm sure there's a way you can run it through there or even Zoom. Like, send people a Zoom link every exactly. single week. Like, you basically, like, figure out how people can pay you and then deliver your thing. Like, everything else in between, like, you will figure out and it isn't a big deal. It's funny because I actually haven't told that story before. Like, it's it, it happened, but I've never really, like, shared it. Um, but I'm so grateful that, that that was my beginning because I think it gives so much more grace to like the clients that I help now. Um, because there's even like, and the online world, it, it develops so fast. So like 
like me starting four years ago is basically like 20 years ago, like in the regular world, because things like they develop so quickly in this online world, like that it's such a rapid pace. And so, so many of the things that like exist now, like didn't really even exist when I was, you know, there wasn't Mm -hmm. reels, there wasn't TikTok, like any of those things. And so I was just kind of like focusing on just getting it out there and it's gotten so much better. You know, I'm do I'm about to launch um, one of my signature programs for like the fifth time now and I had a call with my virtual assistant last night and it's like because I've done this so many times now all the systems are there all the emails are there all the branding is there and so I'm just like launching it but it was not like that the first time you know I had to be willing for it to be messy for me to get to this place where it's now like super easy um and relatively seamless and I think one of the things that like and even I'm super transparent with this now is um you know, I I, like, if I make a mistake, whether it be like a call time or a link or whatever, just be willing to take ownership for that. Because I've said that to my clients before. They're like, oh, is it this time or this time? Or is like, this link is broken. And I just say like permission to be like a human-y human that Mm -hmm. like makes mistakes. And I always make it better. But I think like perfectionism can really stop people in this online world when really it's so much easier to just like put it out there. And if you make a mistake, take ownership for it and make it better because most of the time people don't actually give a shit. (laughs) You know, they just want their product delivered. Exactly. And everybody's going to make mistakes and you will be so pleasantly surprised by how like understanding other people are because they know they've made that mistake before. I know I've worked with like larger companies before and they'll send out links that don't work. And I'm like, Hey, I've done that before too. Like, don't even worry about it. But I think we learn so much from all of the mistakes that we make. We feel like they're mistakes, but they're really like the best learning moments. So I Mm. kind of have like a challenging question for you. Okay. But what is the best mistake you have made in business that you've learned so much from the best mistake that I have learned and made in business. It's a great question. Um, there's so many, (laughs) so many, like, I think it's all about, um, yeah, making mistakes and, and, and just like being willing to, because I, it's not that I make a mistake all the time, but I, I'm always willing to improve. And I think from my, being an athlete, that was such a great mindset to go into this world with that it's like, it, you know, I did a sport, it, like I did synchronized swimming and we're always striving for perfect, but like perfect, the, the, the goalpost is always moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so realizing that every time you're something might go wrong is likely to go wrong and you can just improve it has been such a helpful thing in the business that I do now. But I would say in general, like, I think the biggest mistake would probably be not valuing myself enough and in my prices and like what I, um, offer and what I put out there. And I think that it's a, like, it is a practice, right? Because usually when you start out, your prices are lower and then they improve. And I think that I didn't see the value enough in my work in, um, and I didn't see how powerful it was. And so there was times where, um, and this was such a big lesson too. Like I would do like competitions, you know, just like promotions. It's like to get people in. And I I would say, Oh, like you get access, whoever wins gets access to the program for free. And it was such a fascinating learning lesson to realize that the people that got access for free actually 
usually ended up never showing up or never doing mm-hmm. anything. And that seemed wild to me. Cause I was like, what, this is like what $800,000 value more or more than that. And you just haven't done anything. And so mm-hmm. I think that was such a great learning lesson in realizing as well, like my work is valuable. And just because I give it away to free for someone, because I want to help people. And that's, that was kind of like the, the, the work that I've been doing is like, I do this because I want to help people. And so working around, well, how can I charge, you know, these prices if I want to help people, but also realizing that when I charge certain prices that actually helps people more because then they are um, more involved to actually create a change for themselves, right? Because it was such, so interesting to see that free for people doesn't actually mean that they're going to get the transformation. And sometimes I'd have like haters that be like, okay, well, if you really want to help people, Danielle, like, why are you charging a thousand dollars, $1,500 for a program or a course or whatever? And so then I would listen to them. I'm like, oh yeah, no, you're right. So I'll give some away for free. Those people Mm -hmm. didn't do the work. And so that's such a fascinating thing. And and again, learning about money in that and like the power of the exchange of money and the exchange of value, because like the people that made it work and saved up for the investment actually got the biggest freaking transformation because they had skin in the game. And that was a really cool learning lesson. Yeah, absolutely. And I, that's something that I did at the beginning too. I was like, I feel like it, you're talking right to me. Like I've been yeah. there before. And that's something that's great to learn. And so many people underestimate the power of what they do. And it's yeah. so, so important. So if you had one tip for somebody who's like struggling with that kind of mindset and devaluing themselves, what is like one suggestion you would make for them to start to make that shift? Because I do believe it's a process and that it comes over time, but what would that first step be? Mm. I would say for you to really like have a deeper look at your own self-worth. And, and, you know, the essence of what I do now is, is like self-worth and mindset. And of, of course that's become, that's been my own personal growth journey, um, as well. And like personal growth journey in business and outside of business. But I think looking deeper at our self-worth, especially attached with money, because you don't have a business if people aren't paying you ultimately, right. Mm-hmm. Or else you're running a charity and that's fine if you want to run a charity, but then you, it's not a business. Right. And so there is going to be money exchange in business. And so working on your self-worth in relation to money is such a huge thing because when you get to a point where you can say, yeah, I'm worth this. And if you don't want to pay it, or if you think that it's too much or too little, that's so that's your problem. That's not my problem. Um, and you don't get, you know, emotionally triggered by that because there was times where I get emotionally triggered by that. But now it's just like, when I put my prices out there, because I've worked on my self-worth, um, I, I don't care what anyone says to me because I'm like, I know that if you show up for this thing, it's going to absolutely change your life. So it's worth 10 times that value. And I'm giving it to you at this price. And I feel a 1000% worthy of that. And so I really believe that like being successful in the online business world comes hand in hand with being willing to do your own inner work and to see where your self-worth is at and where your mindset is at. And that's, I think that's why there is so much personal development intertwined with online business, but it, it, it is so freaking powerful. And mm-hmm. can people be successful without doing the personal development work work? Yeah, probably, you know, there's going to be people out there that are the exception to that rule, 
But when you get to a space in your business where you put something out there and it's not like, you don't think that it's a fluke. You don't think that the the shoe is going to drop. You don't think that anything bad is going to happen. And you go, you know what? This is actually a reflection of who I am. And I'm worthy of all of this money coming in. It feels so freaking good. Um, so yeah, that's, I know that's not simple, but it, that do, do the inner work, do the self-worth work. It's going to change your business. Absolutely. And when you do that inner work, you're able to, like you said, kind of remove yourself and be like, this is not about me. I know what I do changes lives. I know what I do has an impact. And if this person is reflecting any type of resistance, that's not about me. Mm. And you kind of have to gain that confidence and be like, stand just like strong in your roots and what you've built and developed and know that you're continuously getting better. I think that progress Mm. helps you be certain in what you're doing and be like okay how can I help this person if this person wants to be helped Mm -hmm. because there are those people that you're going to run into that that think they want to be helped in a certain way but they're having things that are popping up in their internal world that are causing these resistances that they project onto us yeah And I think it's realizing too, like you're going to get, you're going to get, I don't want to say a lot, but you're definitely going to get some misaligned clients before you get aligned ones. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. And it's actually part of the process. Like I've had clients that haven't shown up and done the work. I've had clients that have like run away on payment plans and like ghosted me. I've had clients that were, maybe I allowed into the program that probably weren't aligned with the program and therefore didn't have the result that they wanted. But that's, in so much now, like, you know, I'm like in almost year four of my business It's just like, that doesn't happen anymore, but I had to have all those. I don't mean to say shitty clients, but like unaligned clients for me to get Mm -hmm. to this point where it's like now every, so every single one of my clients is like, heck yes, I love you. We love each other. This is a bond. We're going to blow up, (laughs) expand the world, change the world together. Right. Um, but I wish that I knew that that was okay to have those misaligned people you know, a few years ago. Um, it's just part of the process. An important way to start because you need to learn exactly who's going to get the best results from you and who's going to work the best with you. Like personalities definitely have something that go along with even like the tangible facts of what you provide. You need to make sure all of those elements fit. And then over time, when you find the people who it doesn't work the best for, or you, they don't they are not aligned I like that word they're not Not aligned aligned. (laughs) yeah then you become more refined your messaging all of that stuff starts to work for you so that it gets easier but it's getting through the hard stuff it's being willing to do the work do it messy and allow yourself to progress through the process because being an entrepreneur is such an incredible journey, not only like business wise, but personally. So I'm very happy that you shared all of that with us. Now, can you tell people where they can find you to connect with you and work with you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram, um, Danielle Kettlewell, like a kettle in a well underscore. Um, And you can find me on TikTok as well as my website, which is my full name. Um, And yeah, send me a message if you've loved this episode. I am... 
in the past year since, you know, I've been running my business, I do a lot of work on self-worth and mindset, but I, so many of my clients have progressed to an incredible point where, um, I really believe that growth oriented humans lean into business because business is the ultimate, like never ending evolution of thyself. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I have been running a mastermind for the past year with my clients that have had so much personal growth that has started to build their online businesses. And it's been amazing to shed my wisdom and share my wisdom with them so they don't make the mistakes that I do did, but also give them the support. Um, because I really believe in the the balance of like having the strategy, but having the energetics and, and having these really open and authentic conversations. Um, and so if any of this aligns with you, definitely send me a message. And this has been so fun. And I love that you've asked me some questions I haven't been asked for. And I got to share those stories because I think we forget, like, we think that everyone who has this incredible $10 million business, like it was perfect from the get go, but every single online entrepreneur has one of the stories like mine, where it's like, it was janky. You just made it work. You had three people that joined or one person that joined and you just showed up and you made it happen. Um, and that's actually like the origin story of basically everyone. And Mm -hmm. so we all have to give ourselves a lot more kindness when we're, when we're comparing ourselves to other people in the industry. Yeah. I'm so grateful for your honesty and your stories. And I know everyone who listens to this is going to get so much out of it. Can you actually tell us a little bit about your book? Yes. So it's called The Unlikely Olympian. You can get it on Amazon. um, And it is about my story to the Olympic Games. So I had a pretty wild story. Um, I had done synchronized swimming since I was eight years old, but never in my wildest dreams expected myself to become an Olympian. I was the least likely to succeed. I was never the MVP, but I was the girl that had a great attitude. And um, basically the universe gave me a bit of a plot twist 10 years ago when I was um, in Vancouver, Canada, suffering from a concussion, university dropout and that plot twist led me to becoming an olympic athlete for australia in 2016 in the 2016 olympic games which ended up allowing me to compete on the team for five years and going to three world championships and retiring in 2019 so it's a pretty wild crazy 1000 percent true story that you almost wouldn't believe um and that that journey, uh, I kind of made this vow to myself. I said to myself, if I'm able to pull this off, if, I, if I'm able to get to the Olympics by working on my mindset, being willing to take risks, working on my self-worth, eh, then I'm going to share my story with the world and I'm going to spend the rest of my life doing that. And so that has been the byproduct of what I do now. And, and uh, you know, it was the essence of why I run my business is because of this, the message that I want to share. But it's been such a beautiful journey actually learning how to run a business because it is part and parcel of me sharing this to the world, but it's also such an incredible like tool for consistent growth. And I'm a growth-oriented human, and that's why I love the online business world because it's like you have no chance, no choice but to grow in this world. Um, so it's such a fun avenue to be able to share my my story with the world. That's amazing. Well, we will grab the link to that book so that you guys can go ahead and read that and definitely send her a message. that you guys can chat everything business growth mindset everything because danielle is just a wealth of knowledge so thank you so much for hanging out with us thank you leslie